Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of the personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curl, and I am your host, Amy Bush. After talking about shampoos the other day, I got to thinking about conditioners and products, and of course, what else but our curls. Before we delve into any more episodes talking about products, I wanted to talk about the things that can affect our hair, our curls, and keep us from having those shiny, bouncy ringlets that we all desire. And there are three main factors that protect our hair or damage our hair. And I want to talk about these. The three are going to be our salt bonds, hydrogen bonds, and disulfide bonds. What are salt bonds? You may never have heard of them. We don't talk about them often. This is what affects the pH of our hair. Now I know that all of you, or at least most of you have heard of pH before. It's often used in all of the commercials that we see with products, especially relating to shampoos and conditioners. Our ideal hair pH is going to be a 4.5 to a 5.5. When the pH is at its ideal place, we're not going to be having scalp issues, itchiness, dryness, cracking, redness, irritation, and our hair is going to be at its shiniest. So if we think of the first thing that we do to our hair, that is shampooing. And in our shampoos, you're going to see that they're going to range from a 3.5 to a 9.0, which is quite the range because it goes low and it goes high, but there's a reason for that. The more moisturizing the shampoo is, the lower the pH. The more of a clarifier or cleansing shampoo is going to be the higher the pH. That is because it needs to be able to open up that cuticle and remove the dirt and any excess buildup. So clarifiers are on that much higher end. And detoxers are going to be lower on the scale. This way you have minimal swelling and it's going to protect the hair. But the ideal daily shampoo or maintenance shampoo is going to be a 3.6 for the hair. And for the scalp, it would be a 5.5. So you really want to kind of keep in between that 4.5 and that 5.5 pH. Now, conditioners tend to be between 3 and 7. This is so that they can balance out the shampoo and they can close down the cuticle. Now, vinegar rinses can restore the pH, so they can be good to pop in there once a week. And then as well as products that are designed commercially for our hair. Now we're gonna move on to hydrogen bonds. Hydrogen bonds are easily broken by water and they are temporarily reset with drying or heat until it becomes wet again. For example, these would include your wet sets, twists, braids, roller sets, or drying under the dryer after you've clipped up your hair and even during the process of diffusing. And where we're gonna focus on most of our discussion today is disulfide bonds. So fun fact, curly hair has more disulfide bonds 
and then straight hair. The curlier the hair, the more disulfide bonds. Now, coarse hair has more disulfide bonds than fine hair. So what this means is that fine hair already has less disulfide bonds, which means that the disulfide bonds can be broken more easily, which then results in even less protein. And broken disulfide bonds cause dryness, roughness, frizziness, and dullness. So fine hair, since it already has less protein and less disulfide bonds, when those are broken down, then it's easier for us to receive damage and cause permanent straightening in the hair. So if you have very curly hair and it is straightened from heat damage, then that means you had a lot of excessiveness in your heat usage. The more damage, the less protein. So what you're gonna find is that when your hair is really damaged, it's gonna start out being the dry, frizzy, and dull. But then eventually over time, as that protein is lessened, you're going to find that the hair will become limp and then mushy. So that means that you've been doing too much in one area or another. The sulfide bonds give the hair elasticity and strength. So it's important to protect these bonds to keep our hair and our curls healthy and bouncy. I'm going to go ahead and cover some of the dangers that threaten the salt bonds, which is the pH, hydrogen bonds, and the disulfide bonds. And then this way we can be more aware on how to protect our curls. Hard water. Hard water is going to end up being of a level eight pH or higher. The way you're gonna counteract that is after you swim, using a clarifying shampoo. And then you would follow up with a proper conditioner. Now chlorine in the pool is going to be a pH of 11 to 13. And the reason that this ends up damaging your hair is because it breaks down the keratin or the protein bonds in the hair. So oftentimes after swimming, you're going to feel your hair be that dry, frizzy, dull, and rough texture. But after swimming for a whole entire summer, especially on very fine hair, just like our kids' hair, that hair is going to become mushy and it's hard to deal with and that causes a lot of tangling. So please be sure that when you're done swimming after the day is done, go in, shampoo with your clarifying shampoo and then your moisturizing shampoo and then follow up with the proper conditioner. This is going to make it much easier to detangle and comb out your children's hair. Permanent straighteners. Breaks down the disulfide bonds and has a pH of 11 to 14. With hair coloring, you're going to see that there's going to be a difference in the pH and it's going to range as well. It's going to range from lower to higher. Your options with hair coloring are going to end up being semi, demi, and permanent hair color, highlighting, and bleach. Semi being at the very lowest of the pH and your bleach being at the very highest of the pH scale. Semis and demi colors are designed for depositing color and pigment only so that you do not have to open the cuticle very much for the pigment to stay. The color also doesn't stay as long because it's trapped in the cuticle and just below the cuticle of the hair. Permanent color 
which is going to be using 20 volume, 30 volume, and 40 volume, opens up the cuticle. Therefore, it's going to be in that mid-range of the pH scale. Your high lift needs a higher pH, more deconstruction, and bleach is just pure on deconstruction of the hair. That is why after coloring, especially with your high lift and your bleach colors, your hair will be very coarse and dry. It can cause extra frizziness and curly hair. The curlier the hair, the more frizz you're going to have. With fine hair, you're going to find that the high lift and the bleach, especially over usage, which would mean application on top of application or processed too long, will eventually become mushy because it will break down all of that protein in the hair. Now, when you're straightening with brushes, the hair will oftentimes will start out wet. And we think that we have to start with the hair wet in order to straighten the hair. Now, when the hair is wet, we know that these are the hydrogen bonds that are being broken temporarily. But in that state, the hair is at its weakest. So if you are excessively round brushing your hair and pulling it smooth with brushes, you are going to cause breakage in the disulfide bonds, which then is going to cause dryness. So my recommendation is to actually dry your hair with your fingers halfway or mostly dry, then go in with your round brush and smooth it out. This is going to protect your hair and keep it in its strongest. Now using heated irons and tools. Extreme heat will break the disulfide bonds, which then breaks down the hair. And this is how you end up with permanent straightening from heat damage. When that heat goes in and breaks down the disulfide bonds, it ends up rearranging the keratin bonds and resetting them in a new arrangement. And if you've had heat damage, you definitely are very aware of the difference in the texture and the appearance of the hair. Now options for repairing disulfide bonds are going to vary. There's many commercial products that are out there that companies provide that are rebonding treatments. Now you need to know that rebonding treatments are not moisturizing treatments. There's very much of a difference. These are treatments that are going to create the glue and bring back the disulfide bonds together, rebuild them up and strengthen them. In the restrengthening is where you're going to see elasticity and shine. But oftentimes I'm going to recommend being more protective of the hair and the curls and not going to the extreme lengths just to achieve a certain look. My best recommendation is that we protect the hair and don't cause any extra damage so that therefore we don't have to go in and do extra repair because the products can really ultimately only repair so much. We can't really take it back to what it was like in its natural state. Since there are so many things that we can be doing that can damage our hair, the best advice I have is to do everything in moderation and with caution. But don't be afraid to live your life because we know that we can go in and create some repair and kind of balance out any of the actions that we had done to our hair, whether it be going on vacation, uh, sitting in the sun, the salt water, chlorine, or even if we wanted to see a different style in our hair or wanted to have a bit more fun with color. There are ways to counteract. Just make the choices wisely 
when going forth and just know what the effects are going to be. That's why I wanted to give you this information so that you would not go into it blind and you would know how to counteract the effects from anything. I wanted to provide you with this information so that you would be better equipped and going forward when making your choices with your curls. I will cover in another episode how you can counteract these effects and how to choose the best treatment for your hair. If you have questions about products and what the pH is, oftentimes you can go on and do a little bit of research or even contact the company's website and see what they provide. And in another episode, I will cover tips on how to counteract and balance out the effects from the pH damage to disulfide damage to the hydrogen bond damage. Well, thank you for joining me again for another episode here. I hope that you enjoyed learning a bit more about the way that your hair and curls work. Well, lots of curl love and may you enjoy happy, healthy, bouncy curls. If you have really enjoyed listening today and would like to have me address any questions you may have, or if you are inspired to be interviewed on this podcast with your story, with either your success journey, or you would even appreciate extra help with your curls, send all correspondence to me at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to add your voice and inspire other listeners. Now I have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists, or maybe you are not, but you know a hairstylist. And if you were inspired by what you heard and seeking to expand your curl education, I'd like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. There you will find my online curl education course I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. And until we meet again, love your curls and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.